Imagine juggling multiple client calls, emails and notes, feeling overwhelmed and unsure who's where in your sales pipeline? You are not alone. As solopreneurs, managing client relationships can be a messy juggling act. But fear not, because today we will explore powerful Mac apps and web services that will help you stay organized, informed and connected with your clients. By the end of this episode, you will have a clear understanding of different CRM solutions, discover tools perfectly suited for your business type, and walk away with actionable tips to finally simplify your client relationships. I'll unpack all of this after the intro. Welcome to Macpreneur, the show for seasoned solopreneurs looking to streamline their business on a Mac. Unlock the secrets to saving time and money with your host and technology mentor, Damien Schroers. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 83 of the Macpreneur podcast. Whether it's your first time or your long-time listener, I appreciate that you carve out some time in your busy solopreneur schedule. Today, I would like to thank JFB Music from the US, who left a five-star rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. So the title is Simple and to the point, great info. And here is what JFB Music wrote. So Macpreneur is a recent discovery for me. I enjoy the simplicity of Damien's explanation. And even if audio only, it's easy to be at your Mac while you listen and follow along with this tip. I also like that the episode length is usually sub 15 minutes. It makes for a nice info packed short listen. Merci Damien. So thank you very much for these kind words. And I'm really glad that you are able to follow along easily despite the audio format, because since the beginning of season two, I actually record the podcast as a video that gets then published to YouTube. And now whatever B-roll images or videos I use for the YouTube audience, I always make my best to be mindful of the pure listening experience too. And so on that note, if you're a long-time listener, I'd be super grateful if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review telling me about your favorite episode of the show so far. I will take a look and share some of the favorites next week. And if you've never done this before, open Safari on your iPhone and visit macpreneur.com for slash iTunes, which will then redirect you to Apple Podcasts. You just scroll to the bottom of the show page where you will be able to select a star rating and then tap write a review. When I started EasyTech back in 2013, I was still working part-time for my previous employer and juggling between the 9 to 5 and dealing with the first prospects and clients was not an easy task. I realized very quickly that I needed a system to help me keep track of the conversations across various channels, also to understand where each lead was in my sales pipeline and also remember both past and future interactions, whether it was a discovery call, a diagnostic visit or a training or consulting session. Now, it took me a while because at that time, most tools were geared towards large enterprises, not solopreneurs. And nowadays it's the opposite. There is such an abundance of tools that it can be difficult and overwhelming to decide which one to pick. 
And the good news is that you are in the right place, my MacPoint friend, because the goal of this episode is actually to help you find the right tool or the right set of tools that will align with your unique business needs. Now, whether you're offering services or selling digital products or starting an e-commerce business, there are four things that you should look for in a potential CRM, so customer relationship management solution. So the first thing is customization. Having the ability to adapt the tool to your specific needs is very useful. The second one is automation. Also being able to configure workflows that will eliminate repetitive tasks will be a time saver in the long run. The third one is compliance with any regulation that your business is subject to. So it could be like for me GDPR in Europe, but for you in the US it could be HIPAA and there are many other regulations all around the world. And finally, it also should be easy to learn and to use. And so, as I said, there are a lot of solutions out there. And so one way to simplify the landscape is to distribute them into four big buckets. Imagine a two by two matrix with the top row being for Mac applications and the bottom row for web services. And then if we look at the columns, now the left column would be for dedicated solutions or multiple tools to manage our client's relationship. And on the right column, it would be all-in-one solutions. So basically, the top left quadrant, quadrant one, will be dedicated Mac applications. The top right quadrant would be all-in-one Mac applications. Bottom left quadrant would be dedicated web services. And bottom right quadrant would be all-in-one web services. And so we'll explore these four quadrants in this episode. Let's start with quadrant one, having dedicated Mac applications. So the question is, for whom would that solution be okay? I would say for solopreneurs who are just starting out and who don't want to invest money and also time learning something new. And it's actually possible to cobble up together something with the built-in Mac application provided by Apple. So the Contacts app, the Mail app, Notes, and Reminders. In the Contacts app, for instance, you could leverage the Notes field to track dates, to track the conversation that you have. And in addition, you could use Groups to track the sales pipeline stage. So you could have a group for qualify, another one for discovery, and so on. In mail, same principle, except that you could use flags to track the sales pipeline stage as well. In mail, you could also use what, what are called smart mailboxes. So rather than a simple mailbox, it's actually a automatic filter based on a rule that you set. And an example of such rule would be that any message that was re received from a specific lead or customer or that you sent to a specific lead or customer would be grouped together. In the Notes app, you could create one note for each lead or customer so that you could track the interactions. So you could manually write down the date and when you have phone calls, when you have Zoom meetings, when you exchange messages, emails, 
You could even use tags now in Notes to track the sales pipeline stage. Like in Mail, you could create smart folders based on the tags that have been associated to your note. So you could have a tag, for instance, for the discovery phase, for the qualification phase, for the conversion phase. You could also add specific tags for the lead magnets that they signed up for, the products and services that they've purchased. Now, coming back to tracking email communications with leads inside Note, there is a nice tip. Because starting from macOS 13 Ventura, it's possible to drag and drop a message from Apple Mail to a Note. And that will automatically create a link to the original message, meaning that in Notes, you just click on the link and it will automatically reopen the email message associated to that link. Now, to track tasks, you could use checklists, but you would be missing something, which would be the, the alerts and the notifications. And so for that, I would recommend to use the Reminders app. What is nice with the Reminders app is that it's even possible to create templated lists with predefined tasks. So you could create a template for your sales pipeline. And so you could have tasks for the discovery phase, for the qualification phase, for the conversion phase. And then once you have created the templated list, you can click on File, then Save as a Template, and then you will be able to click on the Create button. And to reuse a templated list of tasks, Again, you click on File, then View Templates. You select the one that you want, and then you click on Create List. Okay, so what are the advantages and disadvantages of having separate native Mac applications? So big advantage is it's free, it's with your Mac, it comes with macOS, and you have synchronization via iCloud, so everything you do is also available on your iPhone and your iPad and, and other Macs that you might have. The big disadvantages uh, are that it's not really scalable and it's also difficult to delegate, right? With notes and reminders, it's possible, but for email and for contacts, it can be quite challenging. So now let's explore the second quadrant, the one with the all-in-one Mac application. And here, based on my research, there is only one contender. It's called Daylight by the developer Market Circle. And so Daylight is really for service-based solopreneurs who want cloud synchronization, being able to work offline and also collaborate with other people that are in the Apple ecosystem. The, the base plan offers the ability to manage contacts, calendars, tasks and email communications. And that is starting at $30 per month. Now, if you want to track sales opportunities and also a sales pipeline, then it goes up to $50 per month. They have another plan, which is the CRM plus project management. So that's mostly for tracking projects when you provide services, same price. And if you want the whole package, so managing contacts, calendars, tasks, mailing, sales opportunities, and project management, this is $70 per month or $700 a year for one person. So what are the big advantages of daylight? Well, it's possible to work offline. 
it is customizable so it can fit a wide variety of industries. It obviously has a native Mac feel with the sidebar, the column view, and it synchronizes uh, with iPhones and iPads and other Macs too. And since it's a Mac app, it integrates very well with native Apple applications like Apple Mail, Contacts, Calendars. But not only because it also interacts and integrates with web services, either directly through plugins or via Zapier. The main disadvantage of Daylight is that it's quite pricey because for one user, the starting point is $700. And if you want to have more users, so for instance, if you want to add VA or something like that, you have to add $500 per user per year. And also the base package covers 75 opportunities and projects combined, which means that if you need more than a combination of 75 leads and clients, assuming just one project per client, then you will need to pay extra and market circle. They sell packs of 20 opportunities and projects combined for $100 per year. And some integrations require another subscription that ranges between $13 per month and $35 per month per user. The second thing is the learning curve. So I've, I've never used it, but looking at the screenshots, there will be a learning curve, that's for sure. And the good news is that there are plenty of video tutorials and pre-recorded webinars on the Market Circle website. And then the last thing is that Daylight is not HIPAA compliant, and so HIPAA is Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. It's a US federal law that governs the protection of sensitive patient health information. And so if your solo business is subject to HIPAA, you can't use Daylight CRM. So bottom left quadrant, dedicated web services. This is a good solution for solopreneurs who want best in class and are comfortable gluing things together. So quickly, my setup is I'm using Podio, ConvertKit, Google Workspace, Todoist, and Zapier. I use Podio to store all the, the leads, all my clients. I manage all the sales pipeline, all the projects. Everything is in Podio. What I like in Podio and, and why I chose Podio is because it's very easy to define custom fields and also to make calculations. So for instance, if I visit a client's contact page in Podio, I can see at a glance how many projects I have made for them, the total revenue that they generated, but also I have made some calculations to get the profitability and also the return on investment when I take into account the time that I spent during the prospecting phase. On top of that, you have different views, calendar views, Kanban views, it also integrates very well with Google Calendar. So anything that I define in Podio will show in Google Calendar. It has built-in automation workflows and it integrates very well with Zapier for automation and data transfer with other applications. The next one is ConvertKit. So I use that for my email marketing. I really like uh, the tagging systems, possible to create segments, landing pages, forms, really good way to create broadcasts. 
it's almost a one-click if you want to resend to the people who did not open the first time you send a broadcast. You can do email sequences, you can do visual automation with uh, branching, with delays. You can even create rules. So, for instance, whenever uh, an EasyTech lead becomes customer, it gets tagged in ConvertKit dash EasyTech. And for me, that means that person is a client. Over the years, they have added new features like the ability to sell products, to sell memberships. You can try uh, ConvertKit for free for 14 days using my affiliate link. You just visit macpono.com for slash ConvertKit, C-O-N-V-E-R-T-K-I-T. In one word, so once again, macpono.com for slash ConvertKit. Then I'm using Google Workspace and there are two main tools for managing client relationships. It's Google Contacts and Gmail. So in Google Contacts, it's very easy to apply tags. But what I really like is that when you access a contact in Google Contacts, from that page, you can see the latest email conversation that you have. And so it's a small trick. Right? If you don't want to get sucked into your inbox, because you want to send an email to someone, but you don't want to look at your inbox, you just want to contact somebody to send a message, don't open Gmail, open Google Contacts, search for the person and locate the latest conversation. And then from there, you can just click on it and it will automatically open that message bypassing the inbox altogether. And I really like Gmail because it's possible to automatically apply labels using filters, Search is fantastic. They have add-ons. And so from the Gmail view, it's possible on the sidebar, on the right side, to look at the calendar, to convert emails to task in Todoist and, and so on. And talking about task, yeah, Todoist is my task manager of choice. I've tried a bunch and I don't know, but that's the one that really clicked with me. I started with a free plan. Now I'm paying for it. It's available on all my devices. I can do tagging, I can do projects, I can do sub-projects. I can group tasks inside sections within a project. So it could be used as well for the different stages of the sales process. We have a list view, Kanban view, and like reminders, it's possible to create and reuse personal templates, but it requires the desktop or the web application. And also, it's, it's not super simple because you need to save a CSV file and then re-import a CSV file. On the flip side, it has excellent native integration with a lot of other web services. And if for any reason it was not natively integrated, then you can still use Zapier, which is basically the tool that I use to glue everything together. So with Zapier, you can create what they call Zaps, which are automation uh, workflows. And in my case, I use Zapier to automatically copy data between Podio, ConvertKit, Google Workspace, and Todoist. So, practical example, when a lead fills the contact form on the EasyTech website, Zapier will automatically create a new contact in Google Contacts, then a new lead in Podio, and a new task in Todoist. And on the contact form, at the bottom, there is a checkbox. Do you want to receive the Apple security alerts? If the lead has ticked that box, 
Zapier will also add that person to the proper form in ConvertKit, which will then trigger the double opt-in email. And for me, it's a huge time saver and also a huge stress saver. So what are the advantages and the disadvantages of having dedicated web services? The big advantage, of course, is the flexibility, the modularity. You can have best-in-class solutions for the different things that you want to do. And you don't have all your eggs in one basket, basically. The disadvantage is that you need to be able to integrate them together. So you need something like Zapier to glue them together. And that can be challenging at times. And it can also be pricey. So I made a calculation and with my current setup, it uh, totals at $624 per year. Okay, so let's finish off with the last, the bottom right quadrant, which would be all-in-one web services. So this is recommended for people who want a single interface and something that runs everywhere. And so there are different solutions that I have found that fit different kind of business models. For instance, if you mostly sell digital products, then I would recommend you to have a look at Kajabi. It seems that it's a great platform for online courses. You can do memberships and they have basic CRM capabilities as well. If you do services, then I would say have a look at HubSpot. If I started EasyTech today, I might be tempted to go with HubSpot rather than, than Podio. Now, if you are mainly doing e-commerce, for me, the champion today is Shopify. If you're trying to do a little bit of everything, then I would say go with more all-rounded options like Squarespace, Wix or Zoho. Uh, Zoho offers multiple tools that you can combine together. The big advantages, obviously, of these is that you have one web service or so you have one login. It's one interface. And because everything is together, there is seamless integrations between all the different modules. And it's also possible to find tailored solutions for specific business models. On the flip side, having just one login means that you better secure it very well. So strong passwords and two-factor authentication. And you also put all your eggs in one basket. And so if the web service provider shuts down or gets acquired, it can affect all the components of your customer relationship management solution. Now, you may know this saying, right? Jack of all trades, master of none. All-in-one solutions, usually they have one or more strong suits, but then the other components are not as full-featured as a dedicated tool could be. And so, for instance, with Squarespace, it's possible to create email lists and email campaigns. But based on my little experience, it is less powerful than ConvertKit. And then it's also possible to pay more than what you actually need, especially at the beginning. But then on the flip side, and I've noticed that with HubSpot, for instance, as soon as your business grows and you need to deal with more and more clients and prospects and, and so on, it can get very expensive very quickly. Okay, one more thing before the recap. 
If you choose to go the all-in-one route, make sure to regularly export or backup your contact list. Sure, most all-in-one web services providers will do internal backups so that they could restore anything that you might delete accidentally. However, it's even better if you have your own copy of the data in case something catastrophic happens on the provider's side or if you wanted to migrate to another service. And on the other hand, if you choose dedicated apps or dedicated web services, it's highly likely that your contacts will be in multiple places. And the key here is to decide upfront what will be the source of truth. So the one place where you will always be able to find all your contacts. So for EasyTech, it's Podio uh, that contains both the leads and the customers because it fits much better the nature of my business. And for MacPreneur, still early stages. And at the moment, it's ConvertKit that I'm using as the source of truth. But because I plan to sell digital products and coaching services with Teachable, I might end up centralizing everything into something in between, like a Google Sheet using uh, Zapier Automation. So to recap, the best CRM solution for you will depend on three main factors the business type and the associated compliance requirements, your comfort with technology, and then your specific needs for customization and automation. I hope this episode has given you a useful framework to navigate the flurry of CRM solutions available today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a fellow solopreneur and tag me on Instagram. My handle is at MacPonerFM. And if you're ready to streamline your solo business but don't know where to start, sign up for my 360-degree tech diagnostic service. After filling a comprehensive assessment form, we'll have a Zoom call during which I will give you my top three recommendations, including tools and services to consider. After the call, you will receive a summary report with the points that we discussed and all the necessary links. And if you decide to work with me one-on-one -on -one after that, I will deduct the diagnostic fees from the first coaching pack that you will purchase. To learn more about the 360-degree tech diagnostic service, just visit macpreneur.com diagnostic or click the link in the show notes. So that's it for today. In the next episode, I will explore some time-saving practices for creating and managing content for blog, podcast, or social media. And until next time, I'm Damien Schloss, wishing you a great day. Thank you for listening to the Macpreneur Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with a friend right now.